Transcending the Veil. Today we are going to discuss a topic called highly sensitive persons. And with me today I have my good friend and co-host Nils. And we know that some people are highly sensitive and the people that uh, me and Nils have in common that we talk to are psychic mediums which could fall under that category. Psychics, trans mediums, they have some kind of sensitivity allows them to tap into that which is bigger than us. But uh, let us start with having a general discussion on what it actually is. Nils, welcome. And um, what are your thoughts on this? Where should we start? I think first we should explore a bit what is high heightened sensitivity or what is referred to as highly sensitive person. And the acronym is, is HSP. So I, I believe it comes a bit from America where it feels like in America they have a label for anything that is off the norm as an excuse. <laughs> um, so heightened sensitivity generally refers to the awareness or the, the off the norm sensitivity to stimuli, right? So the question is, okay, what, what kind of stimuli are we talking about? So I, I think we, we, there are, we can broadly put them in a few categories. Uh, so it's the, the sensory sensitivity, right? Such as uh, reacting to your environment, noise, smell, light, touch, and so on. Uh, then we have emotional sensitivity. Then we also have uh, what is referred to as deep thinking. Uh, also a heightened or increased creativity. And then we have a phenomenon called over-stimulation. Uh, that people really need to take care of their environment. But it goes further than that as well. We we have also the phenomenon that we can observe that people have the ability to sense electromagnetic fields, for example, right? So in the sense we are now in the field of an alert awareness of things that we can sense with our, let's say, normal senses. But on the other hand, we have also something where we have a heightened sensitivity in the mind. So it is beyond our normal physical senses. Uh, and then we, we bridge the gap into the field of non-physical sensitivity. So it's a very tricky topic. Uh, what is interesting is that this topic is obviously... There is an awareness in psychology about this, where it is sort of regarded as this, you know, heightened awareness, uh, and they don't really know what to do with these people. Then there is a esoteric or spiritual approach to this. Um, and there are a few other approaches how to describe it. 
So that is roughly what heightened sensitivity is in not only the normal sensors, physical sensors that we have, but it goes beyond that. One of the things that I believe falls into the category of highly uh, sensitive or high sensitivity could be what we call uh, intuition or empathy. Uh, we know of people that are very intuitive, like psychics, or people that are um, uh, uh, empaths, let's call them that, in, in lack of better words. Um, do you agree that that falls into this category? Right. For me, there, there are two questions you just asked. Uh, one is the, you, you refer to them as empaths. And for me, that 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 clearly falls under the category of highly sensitive person. Right? I, a few minutes ago, explained that um, emotional heightened sensitivity is, is definitely part of that category. So empaths, yes. And that, that is actually the category that I fall under. So emotion for me is one of the strongest sensitivities that I have in, in the field of if we talk about HSP. Then you also talked about intuition and psychics. And that for me, I have not read anything about it. I, I've read a book from a more from a neuroscience point of view about it. And I've read a book that takes an entirely different approach on this topic where he distanced himself from the psych well the psychology view and the esoteric view and sort of established his own view from empirical data by talking to people that are HSP but later in life like older people that have found themselves and they are looking back on their life and clearly say that the the nominating factor between all of the people is that they went through certain phases in their life. And that is very interesting because it gives a real world insight into what HSP people go through and what traps they can fall into due to their thoughts and things they do in their life. But now you try to link that with psychics so I, on that link i haven't read anything about it yet in during the very first few minutes i was talking about that we have hsp and let's say well the, the big question is what is hsp right so i try to explain it by the different sensitivities that we can have which is beyond the norm so it is the, the physical sensitivities, but the, also the non-physical sensitivities. And I think in the past few episodes, we, we talked about non-physicality. And it then becomes very tricky of what are those, let's call them abilities, right? Or sensitivities, because now we approach it from a sensitivity perspective. So in that regard, I would say, yes, you could, if you would, if you want to, link psychic abilities which are essentially non-physical sensitivities to hsp so that there, there is probably a bit of a bridge between those two topics what is 
a psychic ability and what is HSP. But obviously that leads to an entirely new question. Whereas, let's say in psychology or in our society, we, we can think about this sudden awareness of, right, there are HSP. So there is heightened sensitivity. So is that a sign of people that are awakened to their sensitive side to, to perceive other things beyond the norm, which is then bridging the gap towards the psychic abilities. Because from a psychic perspective, there is the notion that every person has psychic abilities, yet not every person can access their abilities. So it is rooted somewhere within that concept of having, you know, this body-mind-spirit connection, which is then going into, right, we, we have a physical part and a non-physical part. So that is how I see the link. I haven't seen it explored anywhere, but this is how I understand that we, we could see that this is sort of the doorway to the towards the sensitivity in the non-physical realm. What do you believe would be valuable for people like us to know? Why is this important to know about? Let me phrase it like that. I wouldn't say this is an important topic at all. The way I regard it is because obviously I, I come from an from a very analytical background. My my approach to life has been very dominated by my mind and not my spirit. And for me, it was an interesting, let's say, stepping stone on my path, because it was something for my mind to understand. Where first I heard about it was, I think it was a doctor that told me, uh, you, you may want to look into the topic of heightened sensitivity. And he referred to a, a book that was out back then. Uh, I think, you know, even the intro was written by Joe Dispenza and, you know, in, in, what, in what direction that, that goes. And that was the first time where I read this book and I felt like, fucking hell, half of the things described in that book describe me, right? In terms of how I perceive things, how things impact me, how they influence me. And then the notion of that book essentially was to say, right, those are not things that is a drawback for you, but those are actually abilities. So it tried to put the notion in you, those are actually abilities that you can use for your benefit rather than, you know, when, when you, there is this phenomenon that some people are overwhelmed by all of the things happening in a big city, right? Noise, too many things moving around. So it goes in that direction of, right, you, you, are, you have a heightened sensitivity towards these uh, impressions. Uh, there, there are many other things like emotions and so on as well. So, but it, it, it puts the notion in, in the people that, right, those are abilities, you can use them, right? But you also need to take care of yourself. And in that book, it goes in the direction, uh, right? The solution, solution essentially is meditation, right? In, in, in the thinking of Joe Dispenza, which for me was a bit, oh, not again, meditation. Um, 
but this really made me aware of this topic. It's the first time where my mind then understood, bloody hell, all right, not everyone perceives things like I do. And there are in the field of heightened sensitivity or HSP, there is a broad spectrum of different sensitivities. So there are people like me, and there are people that have other sensitivities, but they all have yeah the the tricky thing to deal with life in a certain way or with um, sensory impressions. So for me, it is essentially the topic of HSP is interesting for people that are very dominant in their mind and analytical thinking because it gives food for thought for the mind to understand what is going on with them, right? And then it leads towards the topic, right? How does it help me, right? You can stick with that, right? Self-care, meditation, mindfulness, and so on. But that wasn't enough. Um, only recently, I, I discovered another book, which I, I mentioned before, is right, where, where the looking back on the life of a HSP, the, the phases of life that they go through. And that for me is very interesting because half of that book essentially describes my life. And that was, in a sense, a bit frightening or bone-shaking, in a sense, because you really felt touched. It's like, fucking hell, you know, that, that person just described my life, what I have gone through so far, and it describes also what the, the thought process of these types of people are and what kind of position they find themselves in a job, where they feel comfortable and where not and what kind of jobs they might go into uh, in order to satisfy their... When in psychology, you would say you're in a child, right? Um, and then he talks about that his view is essentially, and he dis, well, distances himself a, bit, himself a bit from the psychological approach to this topic, where he says, right, we, we have an inner child, we have a grown-up um, self and we have a higher self and he puts in the notion that heightened sensitivity is essentially the ability to connect with your higher self right now we can approach it from a spiritual aspect where we could say then right the heightened self we can um, replace by your spirit guide or right because the concept is a bit tricky we can also say our broader consciousness um, or soul so that is a i think a bit of a flexible definition there but at least to give the notion of right there is a spiritual aspect to that that you have the ability to talk with these non-physical existence of yourself so to to broaden or to to deepen the connection to your um, non-physical aspect and that aspect, he doesn't go into that description, that is now my description of the topic, but that aspect of the higher self is very interesting because essentially all the people on that spiritual path seek that connection to the non-physical self, right? You can either start to describe, oh, I want to sort of deepen my connection to my gut feeling, but you know, what is a gut feeling? Gut feeling is essentially that input from the non-physicality where you suddenly have a feeling of all right I, I need to do this or this feels right and so on so what is interesting about the book that describes sort of the the phases of life is that yeah as i said the the pitfalls of people 
with these heightened sensitivities are described. And that for me was really eye-opening because I could read about pitfalls that I have went into, sort of cycles of life. Um, and he gives advice on how to deal with that, at least to be aware of them. And I think this is very interesting for people to to start to be aware of what kind of um, cycles of life they can go into um, because their mind works in a certain way due to their impressions they receive. But they, if they really want to find themselves, they need to go beyond it and be aware of certain aspects of life to not to, let's say, loop in them. And that for me is is the, let's say, the interesting part and the sort of real life application of that where, where it could actually help someone with, with this. But first of all, the question is, right, are you falling under that category of HSP? And I think the first approach for people is probably there, there are a lot of online tests around. They are a bit simple. They're probably not that accurate, but it gives you a direction whether you fall under that category to, I don't know, 70% or 90%, right? So it gives you an idea. Um, interesting, for example, is that of a shy personality falls under that, which is probably something not many people expect. But that is an aspect associated with HSB in childhood quite a lot, because they, they don't know how to um, not that they don't know, but they don't feel comfortable talking in many situations because they perceive so much of their surrounding that they sometimes don't feel right speaking up. And that is just because they feel so much what is happening around them. Talking about spirituality again, I, I like your approach to this. And I don't know if in America they diagnose people with all sorts of um, um, word abbreviations, ADHD and all that, and they, they medicate in most cases for it. <laughs> yeah. um, is, do you think um, HSP is a disorder? Absolutely not, no. Uh, I think what is interesting that many people that have this I don't know if many people know that they have this, but they first probably start to see the negative side of it, right? The the overwhelmed impression, the the overwhelming emotions that they feel, and they, for example, don't know where they're coming from. Uh, I, I can't speak about the other categories um, because I don't have uh, the heightened sensitivity in all of them. So I think that is the first drawback that people can feel and they say, oh, I need to get out of this space. I probably need to move away from a city, for, for example, right, or, or other things. Uh, and then people start to feel, oh, I, I can sense things that maybe other people cannot sense because they don't talk about it. And this leads me to my next question Would that would be, is this ability or this sensitivity inherited from our uh, physical ancestors or is it something that we just are from the, the most basic part of us spirit side that we're just more aware of these sensations 
than other people. So what I find interesting is that what is discussed in channelings and, and books from contactees is that we have bloodlines on this earth. So essentially the physical continuation or evolution of a physical body where right we we have always incarnations into these bloodlines but there is an ability associated with a bloodline as well for example what is interesting is that you find when you find natural healers quite often there are healers to be found in the ancestry tree as well right so there is some part of ability transported through the physical body and bloodlines yet what we approached or how, how the the approach that we took in our discussion now is right we, we or i described it more as the ability to connect with non-physicality so it alludes to the point that Right, the ability maybe comes from somewhere else. So I think it is an interconnection between the two parts where there are some abilities transported through the physical body or let's say you, you have naturally some abilities like physical abilities through your body but it needs to work together with your non-physical entity as well and there are abilities that your non-physical entity has and you can only bridge that gap if you can connect to your non-physical entity or to your higher self so in the sense how i currently perceive it is that in part if you have a, let's say a physical form with certain abilities that makes it easier for your non-physical self to to access these abilities but then the question is maybe every human body has the same physical abilities in in terms of sensory abilities if, if they're not physically damaged in a sense so that for me is an open question but i see that as sort of the the it is an interlinking of the non-physical and physical ability and people that manage to do that could be regarded as either psychics or people with heightened sensitivity that have sort of kind of the people that have a sixth sense right uh, i think that is not only coming from the non-physical part and not only from a physical part but it's a question of how those two entities uh, it's not separate entities but how those different parts of your entities are interconnected and some people that only live in their physical part and only use the mind of the non-physical part probably will never be fully aware of their abilities but people that go beyond that and that is i think um sort of the answer is going towards the people on a spiritual path people that fully interconnect all of their parts of their entity they will observe these abilities that that is my impression right now but i think is probably a, a first discussion on this topic because it might evolve over time and the understanding certainly will over, uh, evolve how how can 
um, spiritual seekers, um, let's say, gain advantage of their knowledge of, of their sensitivity? How how does it help knowing about this? Well, I think it goes back to an answer I already gave is where it is approaching the topic of heightened sensitivity for people that are very driven by their mind, by analytical thinking, is very interesting because it gives really an entry point for those people. There are also people that have natural abilities from childhood. And you know what's talked about quite often is that childs have a lot of abilities, but due to upbringing, due to education, society and so, so on, we, we teach them a lot. We, we tell them, oh, this doesn't work, but you know, world or life works in a certain way. So they ignore apparently things that they observe because they've been taught that they are not real. So apparently, naturally, childs have a lot of abilities, like sort of sixth sense. Yet we have other people where we clearly see that, for example, there are people that can see dead people walking. Right in in shamanism, we it's a phenomenon that we clearly observe, and we in in, sh in shamanic studies we practice how to see them, right? How, how to observe. The, the spirit of, of a deceased person. Yet there are people that naturally have that. And it's quite, you, you may think, oh, bloody hell, that's amazing. But it's actually frightening for them because they see so much. And they can. some people can even see if a person is about to die, right? Because you see that the spirit is partly moving away from the body. And how, how do you want to deal with that information if you have that? So essentially what I want to allude to is that there are people that naturally have that ability that they don't need to sort of, you know, as we want to do it, practice, all right, what are my abilities, right? What, what do I need to train in order to see things, perceive things and so on? Um, I think for those people, it is probably more a bit of an awareness as, all right, interesting, this topic is around, but not so much for them. I think that they need to go into different fields and pass of their sort of acquiring about their personality is, is I think, a hugely interesting topic for mind-driven people. I am also curious on your thoughts on the concept of, um, let's call it self-acceptance and self-awareness. This is, for me, something that I am becoming more and more aware of the more I remember of my spiritual uh, inheritance, let's put it like that, accepting the way I am and highly uh, or high sensitivity could be part of the areas that personally I've not looked into very much, but I took online tests and could see that I actually ranked really high on, on that scale on, on, on that test and getting to know about this uh, I feel that I personally as a uh, let's call it a human human being present here on earth 
I don't necessarily have to change myself because I'm already all that I have to be. I have all the answers myself. So this part of self-acceptance and self-awareness uh, is one of the uh, perhaps practices that uh, I could look into as my, let's call it a spiritual practice on a daily basis. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I think, yeah. So the point that I would phrase it for myself slightly different, uh, where I'd say that the real world application of HSP for people that are very head or mind dominant is essentially the the acceptance of oneself because finally you understand parts of yourself which you haven't really sort of described because what what i find interesting is that when you go into spiritual practices that your mind is interfering a lot i've observed that on shamanic practices where when when you get into that area of seeing with your third eye i initially i got impressions and all my mind was always thinking oh no that can't be real what you're seeing there you know that is just your mind playing with you and so on because it's very tricky to see with your third eye if you're not practiced in that field is because it is the same vision that you have when you're imagining things right it's exactly the same so distinguishing what is imagination and what is real impression or vision by the third eye is in the beginning very tricky but since the awareness of this hsp sort of heightened sensitivity that essentially put my mind to rest and I was able to intuitively go with my impressions. So it, so it really helped me on the path of pursuing psychic abilities because it was sort of, that, that was something the mind can work with, the mind can understand, and it could put itself at ease. And I could use my, uh, either the, the spiritual side, the, the non-physical aspect of myself, uh, to to sort of perceive those inputs without the mind interfering so so that for me is the real world application for me is right it, it was sort of that stepping stone towards being more open to psychic abilities where the mind stopped interfering well stopped interfering is probably not quite right um, because it is still interfering sometimes um but at least it opened that path for me before it was fully blocked where my mind was so dominant with any type of impression my mind was always trying to make a logical explanation and so on um, and that was interfering with the specifically with the um, shamanic studies that that i am currently on um, but since with since that awareness i'm i can progress much quicker and I'm more comfortable with my psychic impressions. So so that for me is really the real world application in a first stage is <clears throat> on a mind level and acceptance. But then on the spiritual side it is really opening towards that sensitivity. That was very interesting. Is there any book you can recommend on this topic? Yeah, I really would recommend the 
the two books that I was talking about. I think we're going to put them in the show notes. So so one is really with the intro by Joe Dispenza. I can't, I think it goes along the lines, the title of, you know, Sensitivity is the New Strong, I think is the English title. Um, that is interesting for people that have done an online test, and I think we're going to link a few below as well, that have done a test and discover, oh, bloody hell, I, I fall into that category. So that might be interesting for them to read that book to see, all oh, right, you know, there are these different sensitivity areas and so on and what to do about them. But if, you, if you're comfortable with meditation and if that is your approach to many things, I think that book is absolutely suitable for you. However, if you, you're not comfortable with a meditation is to the answer to many things, then um, I, I would recommend the, the second book to really dive deeper to see what, what are sort of the, the pitfalls, the, the circles of life that these types of people um, go through. And that is sort of empirical data of people that have discovered themselves later in life and, and look back at life and all describe similar phases that they went through. And I think that that is a really real world application of of that sort of heightened sensitivity and how to deal with and how, what to watch out for. You know, that there is clearly described that these people that are, well, they 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 can't find themselves. They, they you know, they, they don't manage to come to their self-discovery. So they, they consume so much information that they're, they're really deep dive into um, sort of healthy eating, for example. They, they deep dive into many aspects of self-discovery, such as spirituality, uh, even psychedelics. And that is a huge problem for the people because they can lose themselves in these topics and over-optimize these topics. But they need to go beyond them in order to finally discover themselves. And apparently that is the huge bring, well, the huge point that many people of heightened sensitivity don't manage to overcome to really discover themselves, which is lying beyond that point. So I think that that is extremely interesting, that book, that people that don't manage to find themselves with heightened sensitivity can really help. So so I think those two books um, we're going to link below. Yeah, thank you. This has been a wonderful experience picking your brains on this topic. Thank you very much for sharing your thoughts. Yeah, thank you. I think it's a yeah. Let's let's call that an interesting start into this topic, and uh, let's reflect on this probably in the future and see how we evolve on this topic. Wow.